Video marketing should be fun, personable, creative, and interesting. So says Linda West, Director of Digital Marketing at Acton. And on today's podcast, a conversation with Linda on how to use video in your B2B marketing funnel. The video revolution is here, and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, where we discuss the world of videos for marketing and business purposes. Hi, I'm Joel Gubich, Director of Business Development at ThinkMojo. And as always, I'm joined by my colleague, friend, head writer, creative story lead. There's a whole long list of other that things. A, that uh, is a lot of Brendan titles. Cardi is with us as always today. Brendan, what are you today? Uh, I think I'm just friend. Okay. That was that was the most succinct, and uh, I, I think we'll just we'll just leave it at that because I don't think anyone knows what the rest of those titles mean. So oh, we're gonna have to do a podcast on what those titles just the titles. Absolutely. Maybe we have to do a video on what yeah. it means to be a head writer and creative story lead. And I will be the subject because someone will have to tell me. So so today, Brandon, I'm really I, I think this is gonna be cool because uh, I I met. Linda West, who's going to be uh, our guest on today's podcast. I met her uh, last month in San Francisco at this uh, video marketing conference put on by Vidyard. And it was a great conference, but it was perhaps better than the just content that, that was there. It was great because I got to meet some really interesting people. And Linda was one of those. And I'm really interested to talk to her about her perspectives on video marketing. So, uh, Linda, are you uh, are you there? I'm here. And Joel, it was great to meet you at that event. And I'm very pleased to be here today to continue that conversation about how awesome video marketing is. It is awesome, isn't it? It's like this jewel that is really just starting to be polished and discovered by by marketing, sales, and from apparently people inside a company as well. Video marketing is not just an external thing any, uh, anymore. It's also an internal thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's the interesting thing about video is that to me, it's really just a way of communicating stuff. So that can take all kinds of interesting forms. And I think you're right. We're still just discovering where it's headed. Well, let's have some fun today. Let's talk about digital marketing. And I think your perspective is going to be an interesting one because we're, we're always looking on our podcast to bring in different angles into this, this what we call the video marketing 2.0, really the new paradigm of uh, video marketing. And, you know, from my understanding, listening to your presentations, you're not a video marketer per se. You have used it and you've used it in a good way that really helps your company. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that most people who engage with video marketing are not purely video marketers. It's a tool in the tool belt. It's part of the content marketing discipline. And video marketing on its own really doesn't do a whole lot for you unless it's integrated into your larger strategy. It's integrated into you know the way that you're communicating with people as a marketer on a daily basis. So your position as a director of digital marketing, obviously you're dealing with lots of different forms of marketing in the digital space. So where do you see video fitting into that? Is that a major component, just a small component? Can it stand by itself? Yeah, I think it absolutely is a big part of marketing, especially, you know, 
the next generation of it or, you know, what we'll see in the next year or two years, five years. Because, you know, like I was saying before, video is really just a way of communicating. And at the end of the day, that's what our objective is, is to communicate about our brand, about our value propositions, about how our thought leadership in a particular area and video is just the delivery mechanism. So you, you've seen over the last five, 10 years, this emergence of content marketing. And video is really just the evolution of content marketing. It's the next generation of this idea that brands need to educate and engage and go on this buying journey with customers before they make a purchase. And video is just really the next evolution of that. So Linda, your your company, which is ActOn, and that's act-on.com, a little free plug. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read just your your splash page just so I don't get it wrong. So it's a marketing platform built to manage the entire lead to revenue lifecycle from attracting new prospects to building brand advocates. And the the title marketing automation for the real world. So where do you see video falling into that? And is it usually a because obviously the lead to revenue lifecycle, I'd assume would be different for each business. So does video play a pretty consistent role or does it fall in, in a pretty familiar place in that cycle or does it depend on who the client is? Yeah, I think that, that it is unique to, to every particular business, but there's commonalities across the board because people buy things in a certain way. You know, people are all the same in some ways. We all have to make purchase decisions. And a lot of the stages that we go through are very similar. The way that I purchase a pair of shoes, while it's a shortened sort of decision-making process, is similar in many ways to how I purchase software. It's just a much longer consideration process. So, so, so video comes into play, I think, at every one of those life cycle stages. The messages in the videos, the form of the videos, what we're trying to communicate and how we send those videos out to our audiences, I think very drastically changes. You know, when you're first getting introduced to a buyer, you're really just probably sending them, you know, funny videos, or they're engaging with really high level introductory content that introduces them to the concepts that you're communicating. Later on in the funnel, when they're maybe talking to a sales rep, things like video voicemail come into play, you know, post purchase, interacting with your customer success manager or the IT team could come in the form of, of a video. So there's a lot of different methods of using video. And I think it applies across the funnel just in different shapes and forms and sizes. Yeah. And it's interesting because we get a lot of clients that, that come to us. And you know, one of our questions that we always ask is, how do you plan on using your video? Right? What, do you, what particular goal do you want this video to achieve? And most kind of, they don't have as clearly defined an answer to that question, uh, as you'd hope, because they're, they're hoping that their video will be this general all-purpose marketing tool that they can use anywhere. And they wanted to both introduce the product and close the sale at the same time. But from what you're saying, you think that a sort of multi-tiered video approach, having different videos for different stages of the process is more the way to go. Exactly. I mean, it's really going back to the discipline of content marketing, which has evolved, you know, really rapidly. And that, you know, started in the same way. Oh, this white paper is going to do all of those things. It's going to attract a customer and it's going to close a deal. And it's going to be the reason why 
you know, our business grows 10x, right? But that's really not what it does. And so we evolved our understanding of how people consume content. And the blogosphere, white papers, those kind of things, we figured that out. But now we're really just starting to figure that out with video as uh, as marketers, and particularly in the B2B space. I think the B2C space maybe has been using video for a little longer, but B2B marketers, we're, you know, we're now understanding how it plays a role in the whole decision-making process. A good video isn't good enough. You need a good video strategy as well. At ThinkMojo, we'll show you how to create a video marketing plan that gets results. It's totally free and there's no obligation. Just visit thinkmojo.com slash consultation and set up your video strategy consultation today. Well, you talked about five creative ways that you could use. Uh, you can personalize it and create an interactive video experience, you know, for a B2B funnel. So perhaps you could lead us through, you know, th- those five things or maybe maybe it's already gotten to six, you know, since the last time we talked. Yeah, I mean, five is really arbitrary, right? I, I could I could give you a hundred creative ways to use video because video is awesome. There's it's so diverse. There's so many things that you can do with video. But yeah, the, the examples that I went through at the conference were really geared around that that life cycle, right? Attract, capture, nurture, convert, and expand. So the first concept or idea that I that I talked about there was user generated content. This idea that you don't necessarily have to invest a lot in high production value videos to get really great content. If you utilize your users or your your customer base, your prospect base to contribute content to your content universe. And I think that's really important because a lot of marketers have trouble going into the video world because sometimes it can be cost prohibitive if you approach it in the wrong way. So I think that's something that's interesting that's evolving this concept of user generated content. You see it a lot in the media now. And I think marketers have that, have the, the opportunity really to leverage that with their prospect and customer bases. So I think we've, we've seen a lot of user generated content with a lot of the B2C space, you know, like, and you, a lot, I know fashion brands have been very high on this. And obviously people will take a, an Instagram picture of their new jacket or whatever. And, you know, they can use that through social media as a, essentially a de facto ad. And, but how do you see that sort of playing out in the, the B2B space? Cause it, it would seem not as intuitive, uh, you know, how to, how to leverage that uh, user generated content. And if not, what, what are some of the options for B2C? Yeah, I think that's that's a great question. I think that there's so many opportunities that we miss as B2B marketers, because we are stuck with this idea that we're selling to businesses, but the purchasers are actually people. So we can't forget that. So there's a lot of opportunities, for example, at events where you can say, hey, take a quick snapshot of your favorite moment at the event, share it on social, you know, submit it or even a competition to put up the best quick tips video, you know, show me how you use our product if you're in the software space or even any other type space. Uh, So there's a lot of unique opportunities if you just think about it in the context of, hey, these are people buying the product. It's not just, you know, this uh, faceless company. It's actually people making the decision. Yeah, isn't that a uh, an amazing discovery that people actually like to buy from people? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a curmudgeonly old old dude. Uh, uh, back in my day. In every single time, you know. You know look at the guy I, in the I, eye. <laughs> oh, you know, there's this newfangled thing called a smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> back in my day, we just had handshakes. Right. 
Well, I think one of the things that perhaps for, for marketers is a little weird for them. For the last couple of years, we've been bombarded. You've got to get content on your website. It's got to be blogs. You need to have at least 300 words. You got to stuff it with keywords and long tail phrases and all the different things. But video is a little bit different. And perhaps that's something that is difficult for marketers to accept that the SEO and the use of video is going to be a little different in how it's discovered, how it helps a company. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting that, you know, you bring up search because YouTube is actually one of the largest search engines. And I think a lot of marketers forget that. We talk about, you know, our Google ranking and maybe even our Bing ranking, but we don't really talk about YouTube, which is a really important channel. So there's that, right? But also I think just anytime there's a shift in the way we communicate with people, it takes marketers a, a, a second to catch up. And, you know, the people who can catch up quickest are going to get ahead the, the quickest. And there's a lot of research around people engaging with content and video always rises to the top as the preferred method of communication gets the most engagement time. At the end of the day, why are we optimizing our pages for search? Why are we blogging? Because we want customers. And if we can achieve that with video, that's what we should focus on, not sort of these arbitrary goals around, you know, getting a certain word count. Why are we doing that? Because we want to be present. We want people to see us and we want people to find us and engage with us. So think about it in that context. And I think a lot of marketers are now just shifting there. So let's talk about just for a second, your own service at ActOn and how, you know, to talk just a little bit about how that works and, and what role you usually see or use video in, because uh, I think, you know, when, when we think about marketing automation, we don't necessarily think of, you know, video content. So if you can just expand on that a little bit and, and how video falls into the uh, the process for you. Yeah, I think that, you know, for me, the one of the, the, the biggest values of video for us is is linking video to the larger marketing technology ecosystem, which is not necessarily, like you said, something that you think of right off the bat. But it's essential because it's a content piece. We're measuring marketing automation at the end of the day is all about measuring and understanding where people are in their buying journey and responding to that in a timely manner and being able to automate the way that we're interacting with customers so that it's very personal and takes into account what each individual person is doing. And video is really the perfect you know, place for that to link in. So instead of just measuring what someone is doing on a landing page and then having you know, a follow-up email message or a sales call that understands that, that action, we need to we need to do those same things for video. My web pages that have video on them, I have much richer data about my customers. I know exactly how long that person has watched a video. I can, you know, increase their lead score based on how what percentage of the video they've watched. The sales rep can see that. So it really does link into marketing automation in a lot of really cool and interesting ways. It's just a matter of thinking about video in the same way that you think about all of your other content, your web pages, your emails, your ebooks, etc. Yeah, and, and there are so many analytics tools now that allow you, like you were just alluding to, you know, allow you to track how many people not only are just watching, but how much are they watching, you know, with the points of the video that are doing, you know, performing the best and the parts that seem to be losing people. So, you know, that I think that's something that we always try to, to promote from our own vantage point of producing videos that, you know, just sending it out there isn't good enough. You have to stay on it and 
and figure out what's the, the most effective. And so do you find that the video analytics tools are just as good or maybe even better than some of the tools for, for gauging uh, engagement in other ways? Yeah, I think it's it's just starting to get to the point where it's 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 just as good and sometimes better than the data that we're getting from other types of content. Because, you know, at the end of the day, every time one of your prospects or one of your customers interacts with you, it means something. They're searching for a solution. They're increasing their exposure to your brand. It means something. And you as a marketer have to be able to interpret that and respond accordingly. And that's in some ways, you know, as video evolves, easier to do with video because they're engaging longer with those assets. It's probably getting more of a reaction or a stronger reaction if it's a funny video or an emotional video because you can convey a lot more in a shorter amount of time. That's true. You know, I think it goes without saying that we have beaten this uh, horse to a pulp and that is shorter is better. Shorter videos lead to better engagement and more attention. And that really is a question I wanted to ask you that when it comes to video marketing, people try to stuff just way too much information into it. So from your experience, what is a good length for a video? I get that question quite a bit. And I always have the same answer, which is it depends. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think we try to limit ourselves a little too much because we think a lot of marketers still think about video as only a top of funnel tool, but it's not just the top of funnel tool. And I think at the top of the funnel, those things are totally true. The first time you're engaging with a prospect, limiting yourself to 60 seconds, 90 seconds is important because you have to communicate concepts very quickly and capture their attention. But as you evolve and use video for different purposes later down the funnel, you have more opportunity to to use longer videos. Some of our videos are an hour plus because they're longer educational videos. We're, you know, gating them. They're full, you know, webinars that we're delivering in on-demand format. So I think it all depends on your purpose, where your customers are and what they need at that point in time. Because those sort of standard, you know, preconceived notions about what video should be often only apply to top of funnel videos. I think that's so so true. And, you know, we talk a lot about onboarding and not only, you know, getting people engaged in your product before they buy, but keeping them engaged after they buy. And, you know, so many, the fall off rates, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know they're awful, right? <laughs> people yeah. who, who get, who download apps and end up abandoning them, you know, after completely, like after a couple of weeks. So I, I think to, to your point, you know, once they've already committed, whether it's an app or a, a product with maybe more of a commitment, once they have expressed interest in your product, you have to make sure that they understand it, they they stay engaged. And I know that a lot of tutorial videos or or onboarding videos, however you want to classify them, I think there is a little bit more leeway because you want to be sure that you're answering all of their questions at this point. They've already shown you they're interested and they're on board. You just need to make sure you're giving them all the information that they, they possibly can, which is why we always say, you know, like, well, what do you want to do? What, what is this for? You, know, you have to be as specific as you possibly can about about your goals. And how, so how far into the process do you usually go? I mean, is it a lot of that post 
acquisition, throwing out buzzwords as if they mean anything. I don't even know if these are the, the this is the proper jargon, but uh, <laughs> well, we can, we can create new jargon. I think, yeah. I think that's what everyone Marketers does, do it right? every day. So yeah. I think. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll back off the jargon. So after people have signed up, do you find yourself still, how long into the process are you still engaging them? Yeah, I think you never stop. It's a continual process. And I think, you know, the shift in, in the marketing world is that we are shifting our focus from this campaign-based concept to a start and a finish to, hey, it never stops. You always have an active funnel, even when they're a customer. How engaged is that customer? Are they an advocate for you? Are they referring additional business to you? And it, it just never stops. So our training team, for example, our customer training team works very closely with the marketing team to produce educational videos for customers and to figure out what they need and make sure that that's communicated. And I think a lot of marketers focus too much on new business and don't really, sometimes will forget the value of customer marketing. Customers are oftentimes producing more revenue than new business. Uh, that's the case for most businesses. And it, it's essential for marketing to really take charge of that and understand that they need to create alliances with the customer success team and maybe the training team if you have one and really take charge of the customer experience forever. I think that's a good thing. You know, a lot of, you're you're right. So much emphasis goes on that client or that customer acquisition that first time and then forgetting that your best customer is generally the one that you already have that's going to come back again and again and I I think that's so true and perhaps, you know, that's a good thing to think about in in terms of marketing and video marketing that you create videos instead of just having that first video that's here that high level here's what we do it's almost like a a repeat video for existing customers you know now that we've worked with you here's some additional things yeah exactly i mean our training team is i think has more video in our hosting platform than we do at this point. <laughs> and we, you know, we, we collaborate with them quite a bit, but they're communicating sometimes more intimately with customers. And that really can shape the customer's understanding of your brand. And it's the point where the brand promise that you talked about so much in all of your other videos now is being delivered. So creating consistency across that brand introduction, brand promise, and then delivering that, I think is essential. Absolutely. Before we go to summary, is there any points or anything like that that we didn't perhaps touch on that you would like to talk about? Well, I think one of the things I always love to say about video is that it's fun. I think it's an opportunity to, for marketers to start engaging more in their creative brain because marketing has become a very technical discipline, which I think it should be. But I think there's a lot of opportunity that marketers miss to just have fun and be personal and be interesting in video. And the emergence of video is really a great opportunity for marketers to just be creative, be interesting, and do all the things that probably attracted them to marketing in the first place. Add on to that. Customers being people want to be with those who are having fun and expressing some sort of you know positive energy. So when you're marketing... It exudes positivity. People just naturally want to be a part of that. And that's just our DNA. That's so true. I think, you know, customers, it's it's like a relationship. It's just like, you know, building rapport with, with a partner or a friend. They want to be around you. They want to engage with you if you make them feel good. So I think that's essential. That's great. Yeah. Hey, the party's over at my house tomorrow. So uh, that's <laughs> <having> fun. <laughs> yeah. 
I want to thank uh, Linda for being on uh, on the podcast today. And I want to thank everybody for listening to Video Marketing 2.0. And you can subscribe to this podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast, not just by going to our website, which is videomarketing20.net, but you can also go to iTunes or Stitcher radio apps and soon also on Google Play. And remember, if you leave a comment or a rating, and we appreciate all of them, especially the five-star ones, it helps other people discover this content. And this is really great content, we think, in this whole new world of video marketing 2.0. So for Brendan, myself, and of course for Linda, we thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0, presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.